Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first, the annual. No, that wouldn't work because it's the very first. <laughs> the, the uh, what's that word I'm looking for? The premiere. That's a great word. The premiere episode of Retro Bliss. I'm one of your hosts, Johnny Townsend, and with me is my co-host Trevor Franklin, and we're here to bring you the best. Now we're going to try to do this so it sounds great. Ready? Three, two, one. Retro Bliss. Welcome, everybody. Uh, we're striving to bring you the ultimate entertainment buck value for your money. This is free. <laughs> Pretty low bar, then, in that case, I guess. Yeah, so you get what you pay for. Uh, me and Trevor both growing up, uh, we've known each other for, gosh, what, 54 years? Yeah, 50, 60 years. Uh, easily that. And we love video games. Yep. We're both in our 30s, been playing since we were... Old enough to hold the controllers. Yes, we're both in our 30s. We've known each other for over 60 years. Yeah. Math checks out perfectly. Works for me. Yeah. So we decided we would do a podcast about old classic video games. Yeah. They're not all going to be winners. Well, don't want to spoil anything <laughs> about today's show in particular. Yeah. <laughs> we want to cover the entire gambit of game, like quality like quality, yeah. quality, yeah, we want yeah. quality, we want uh, quantity. <laughs> uh, more just convenience, the game's already on probably. Yeah, yeah. But um, we cut that out though. And also, you know, if you're listening to this, we're going to, we have a Facebook page, so please join us on Facebook and feel free to drop a, a name of a game. Uh, we would prefer it to be either an NES game, a Super NES game, a Genesis game, Super well, Nintendo? Yeah, you said SNES. Super Nintendo. No, okay, I don't know my words. And uh, I think we'll go up to a Nintendo 64. What do you think? Yeah, that would work. Okay. Basically, the systems that we have, so we don't have to go out and buy anything. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, those are the ones we prefer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are the best ones. Yeah. Obviously. Please don't say anything we don't have, because we... <laughs> he goes to school, and I'm an artist. We have no money. Uh, but today's game, Trevor, could you please... <laughs> Tell us what today's game is. I'm going to give you a big intro. You ready? I'm ready. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> today's game. Well, actually, before I give the title, let me just say really quick. I hate to get personal. Uh, oh, no. I need, I don't know. I just kind of want the listeners to keep me in their thoughts and prayers. I've had this really bad case of gout for a couple weeks. <laughs> At least I think it's gout. It's no. something super painful. What? Explain to me what gout is. Well, it's basically an inflammation of the joints, and it feels like little shards of glass in your bone just grinding away. But the game we're playing today is worse than that. (laughs) (laughs) I have to, what's the word I'm looking for? Agree with you. I'd rather have gout in both feet than play this game. (laughs) And the game, of course, is the Uncanny X-Men. Marvel's. Marvel's the Uncanny X-Men. By LJN Studios. Never heard of them. Released in 1989. Oh, good year. For the Nintendo Entertainment System. NES. One of our favorite systems. Just always a great time. Now, Trevor, let me ask you real quick. Now, 
I grew up loving comic books and mm-hmm. comic book characters. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And I love video games. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is a match made in heaven. Uh, you would think so. Okay. Now, Trevor, let me ask you this very personal question. If you could have any mutant power, what would that power be? The power to destroy this game and to not ever have gout. That's two powers. You can only get one. You got to choose. The game. I'd destroy the game. <laughs> so but not just, I mean, I could destroy my copy, but I mean destroy every copy. Destroy it ever being born. You want to E.T. it. Yes. I want it to be Doctor Who out of existence. <laughs> Man, we're really uh, nerdy. This is a very yeah. nerdy podcast. <laughs> a very specific kind of nerdy, too. Now, Trevor, please explain to us what... Why this game is bad? Because, you know, on paper, this should be great. The X-Men, if... Here, I'll give a little background on the X-Men, since that's my area of expertise. (laughs) They came around in the 60s, if I'm thinking right, by Marvel. And it was a a group of mutants. And mutants just means you were born with uh, an extra ability due to uh, evolution. Whatever. I don't even know how they would... Anyway, so some people can shoot beams out of their eyes. You know, some people can, can, uh, you know, go from place to place easily. Some people are really fast, uh, you know... Uh, some people can read your mind. Some cool, super awesome, awesome powers. So this is going to be great in the game, right? Right. So everything you just said, throw it all away and take a big old dump on it uh-huh. and smear it around the screen. I'm with you so far. And uh, That's my mutant power. I can't even... I hate to give away the opinion so early into the podcast, but the reason we picked this game first... Well, this is my first podcast, but I thought a strong emotion would probably be a good thing to pull from. And this is probably the only game in existence that I own, which says something about me because I own it, (laughs) that actually just causes anger, just actual anger over the fact that it exists. (laughs) So LJN Studios is known among those who enjoy the Nintendo Entertainment System for being a company that published a lot of crappy games. Do you you know some of these games? Oh, yeah. uh, There was Jaws. Oh, NES. No, wait, you're telling me Jaws is a bad game? Because it should be awesome. So that's what is really abominable about this company. They picked all these awesome properties and crapped all over them. Like, <laughs> just destroyed people's dreams. They had Jaws, Ghostbusters. Oh, it's another good one. It should have been an awesome game, but it... it well, we should, maybe we'll cover that sometime if we can get a hold of a copy. Nah, I'm not afraid of no LGN. No, you will be. Or LJN? Um, probably one of their best games was Friday the 13th. Which I always thought was a horrible game growing up, but apparently I was just too stupid to play it. Maybe that's the is that the game where, if I'm remembering right, like you're are you the kid? You're what? all the kids in the camp. All right, there's a camp, and like you're just, you're on a, a pond or a lake or something. Yeah, and you're going from house to house. Is that right? Right, and you might randomly run into kill Doctor Lucky or whatever his name is. <laughs> We are. We obviously watch all these kind of slasher flicks. Yeah. We know all about them. We've lost all of our credit already. It's all right. <laughs> I'm not but wearing yeah. any pants. I mean, I don't know how much detail one would go, want to go into now, but basically, it do, it shouldn't even be an X Men game. The only thing that makes it an X Men game is you do choose the characters, but then once they're in the game, you can't even tell that they're X Men. Their abilities are non-existent. I think the first <laughs> thing to explain about this game is. Uh, explain to them the the view of the game. Like, okay, you know how um, you would think, like back in the day. Like, I'm just going to use Ninja Turtles as an example. Ninja Turtle games were fun because they were like beat 'em ups. You right. know what I mean? Like, you go through the streets yeah. beating up foot soldiers. So that's what I was hoping for for this. Right. So it's a top down view. 
Um, <laughs> you're looking above the X-Men. And, <laughs> for example, the X-Men that shoot projectiles, like um, Cyclops and uh, Iceman. <laughs> and I'm going to show well, here, my here, lack I'll, of geek cred here. I'll let you cover that part of okay. it. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, the ones that shoot projectiles, they're just it's, it's pointless. Because really, the enemies don't even matter in this game. You should just run from the bottom of the screen to the top of the screen. And you're going to die when you come to a gate. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, well, let's back up a minute now. Uh, at the screen where you're choosing your X-Men, you have Cyclops, you have Nightcrawler, you have Iceman, you have Colossus, you have Storm, and you have Wolverine. These are all big name X-Men. Mm-hmm. These are all ones that... Uh, when kids are playing out in the in the backyard, go hey, let's play X Men. I'm going. I want to be Wolverine. You know, they're yeah. going to pick one of these characters. Kids. Yeah. So they're so they're they picked from the roster some good some mm-hmm. the main big ones. They didn't really leave, leave out anybody from the main cast. Actually, I was just uh, I mean, I just know this information. It wasn't on Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the characters were pulled straight from the pilot for the 1989 uh, animated series, The Pride of the X Men. Um, apparently. No. So yeah, they they took the license. They paid, I assume, good money for the license. And then let's take uh, Wolverine for example. That's a good one. He's well, okay. No. Yeah. Let me explain to you. Yeah, you can explain Wolverine. Wolverine obviously can heal himself, and he's got claws that come out of his hands. That's right? pretty awesome. He and he looks awesome. Everybody knows who yeah. Wolverine is. It's Hugh Jackman. This guy goes around. He should be able to slice stuff up and down, left <laughs> and right. It's going. He's oh, going to yeah. be great, right? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, what kid in 1989, what little boy didn't want to be Wolverine? So you pick Wolverine from the menu select screen. And then you get this little yellow blob on the screen. And uh, your attack is a jump. Uh-huh. And your alternate ability is a jump. And uh, that's it. No, I think you can... Well, you can get hit by things. Well, you can get hit by things. I guess that kind of happens to you. Yeah. but And if you play... Uh, the other thing you need to know, there are... Five levels total? Is that counting practice? Well, or six I don't levels? want to spoil the quiz later, but there could technically be six levels. Well, the reason I'm, I'm saying that is, you know, I, we first played the practice level without even realizing it because the yeah. controllers <laughs> kept selecting things for us. <laughs> I think they, they knew in their infinite wisdom that we shouldn't have been doing what we were doing, which was playing that game. It was God trying to help us out. <laughs> That's why I knew he's real, because he was looking out for me today. <laughs> and... I picked Wolverine somehow. Well, not personally. It just kind of happened. <laughs> and I could not die. <laughs> yeah. So apparently this first level was a practice level, but we didn't know it because the controller was messing up. But I died like almost instantly. Yeah. And Johnny was going for 10 minutes and never died. So Trying to kill myself. So he couldn't even commit suicide <laughs> in this horrible infinite loop of a game. I could not, for the life of me, lose my life in that game. No matter how much I wanted to, I didn't want to live this life anymore. <laughs> there was crying and gnashing of teeth. I was in the shower with the water hitting me and tears in my eyes, and I couldn't kill myself. You well, shouldn't. No, let's let's stick to the game. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. Um, so yeah, there are I guess five levels counting the practice level, which is literally two screens of red blocks. But the levels themselves, okay, right, the X Men are in the game. We got that covered. They don't look like the X-Men. Nope, not at all. The abilities are ridiculously stupid and pointless. Wolverine literally jumps. I'm not making that up. That's his ability. But he jumps well. He jumps, eh, not too well. He jumps What's mediocrely the point of the jump? well. There's literally nothing to jump over. You don't jump over anything at all. So, the levels. the I think the first level was the streets. And to be honest, it probably is the one that looks <laughs> most like what it says it is. 
Well, I think you have this. Let's go over the levels that we can remember. Okay. We literally just played this game five minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, you got the streets. Well, you got the practice level. You got the streets. You got the robot factory. Is robot that, factory. Okay. You, Subterranean, it was called. Right. And then you have the alien living spaceship. Oh, the late living starship is what it was called. Okay. And we're leaving uh, one out. It doesn't matter because all of them look the same. They all look the same. The living starship is, if you're only going to play one level, make it the living starship. Living starship! That's how it should have been. <laughs> the whole level starts out looking like hamburger meat. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the grocery store, hamburger meat is like stringy, like spaghetti. Uh-huh. Packed red meat. That's what it looks like. And then later on, it looks like um, like a colon or an, an intestine, but with the, with the poop still in it. And I'm not making that up. Go play the level if you're stupid. <laughs> so it's like hamburger meat. And colon poop mixed together, and that's the level. You can't tell what hurts you. You can't tell parts of the level move. Some of it hurts you. Some of it doesn't. Richard Bliss is the only podcast to have colon and poop in the same yes, sentence, along with the Uncanny X Men. That oh man, that, that's what frustrates me so bad. Is even the, all right, the enemies are pointless. Oh, uh, let's talk about talk the enemies. About, yeah, you talk about the enemies. Okay, the enemies are <laughs> now in the in the lore of the X Men. You have all these villains. I mean, there's all kinds they could have chose from, choosing from, right? I mean, you got Mister Sinister, choosing, chosen, cheesing. <laughs> uh, uh, you got Mister Sinister. Uh, you got Juggernaut. You got Magneto. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got all these great classic villains that you could have chose from. Apocalypse. He's going to be in the movie coming up soon. But what they chose instead were uh, bubbles. Were those bubbles? <laughs> there were different. I think two different colors of bubbles. Right. Uh, spiders that would come out of literally yeah. nowhere. They literally appeared out of the air. They didn't even crawl out of the hole. Some form of snake? The snake looked like... Um, centipede. Wasn't like that centipede. the game? Yeah, yeah, like the original centipede. And, you know, my personal favorite, the uh, the curly coiled snakes that you couldn't hit. Yeah, I don't even remember those. I remember them just because I was trying to shoot one and I couldn't. I'm pretty sure in the, in the subterranean level, there was like a, a Sir Lancelot. Like, oh, it was yeah, a yeah. armor. Yeah. And it killed us in one hit every time, but we couldn't even really... I never even figured out what it was supposed to be because for some reason, as soon as we started in that level, we died instantly. Yeah. Which is another thing. The mercy killing. It's sometimes it's like you can't die, and sometimes you die instantly and you have no idea why. The gist, the gist of each level is you're going from one part to the another. There's little portals or whatever you want to call yeah. them. And you can literally go through the game just dodging enemies and going from portal to portal and not have to worry about anything. If you can, If you can get through the... What's the worst enemies, which are gates? Oh, the gates. Or uh, electric fences or whatever you want to call it. It's all versions of gates. They're all kinds of gates. Let me tell you what it is. They made the game, I'm going to assume, with no budget except for the... They must have blew the budget buying the X-Men property. So they designed the game in three days, and the enemies were crap, and they realized, okay, you can play the whole game without even shooting, without even punching. So we got to make it challenging. And it is a very challenging game. The only reason it's challenging is in about the first third of each level, you start getting these gates. And all it is is a doorway with random, pointless electricity or some crap going on. And you can't... It's not about timing. It's totally random. You can't even get through it sometimes. Sometimes you walk through it, it doesn't even hurt you. Sometimes you die instantly. It's completely pointless. Um, And that's when you die. I, I can't think of a time an enemy killed us unless we were just being stupid. Literally one time, we both made it to a portal. And it popped us up on the next part of the level, and then I just died. Yeah. You you literally, there's nothing you could have done about it. And I noticed at one point, when I come out of a portal, 
the snakes also come out of those very same yeah, portals. The same portal you come out of, but you don't have time to get out of the way. They they just everything's random. And I almost am amazed they found an engine to da- make everything so random, but it makes the game unplayable. The the gates are random, the enemies are random, you never know what's gonna kill you. Sometimes you're like, Oh, should I pick this up or should I dodge it? You know, this is how I felt like let's let's imagine we're at the LJN meetings before they start the game. This is how it's going to go. I'm going to be like, <coughs> welcome, everybody. Um, I, just, I got a great bit of news for us. We now have the rights to make X-Men games. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, X-Men's really popular with the kids nowadays. So we got all these great, awesome characters. We got a uh, guy who can shoot stuff out of his eyes. We got a guy with claws. Uh, you know, we got a woman who can control the weather. So think of all these amazing things we could do. Um, so does anybody have any ideas? Well, I have one, one, one problem here. Yes, Jerry? I hate children. Okay. Well, so all of us do here at LJN. That's why you were hired. That was the first question we asked on your resume. <laughs> do you hate children? Yes or no? If you checked yes, don't have nothing for you. And that's uh, how the game was made. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the other thing I need you to know is uh, I want you to take this amazing property and... Anything you think would be really cool, mm-hmm. don't do that. Do the opposite okay. of it. So let's make it a top view game, because I love 1941. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense for an X-Men game, obviously. Yeah. Uh, let's throw in none of the enemies that they will remember. Let's just make it bubbles and circles. Like math bubbles and snakes and stuff. Oh, now you're thinking, yeah. Jerry. That's why we got you on All this right. project. You're doing very well. Um, now, I, we're trying to think of a way for this game to actually work. Can you think of a way maybe we can go from like a maze or something? Well, just take... Like, take Pac-Man, but get rid of, you know, the everything in Pac-Man that makes it good. Uh-huh. But make it where you just have to get from one point to another. And um, that's going to be too easy, though. So just make really impossible gates. Oh, Jerry, you had me at I Hate Children. Yeah. You had me there. Now, that's that's what I'm trying to say, though. Like, they literally had a great franchise that you should be able to make some fun games. And later on yeah. in the X-Men's gaming life whatever you want to call yeah. it there were some pretty decent genesis games luckily ljm was i don't know when ljn was done but i'm pretty sure this was one of their last games if i remember <laughs> i don't know though i feel like i feel like they had their hand in some we need to games. do an episode of nothing but about the history of ljn we could really do that <laughs> i want to say they made some good games later maybe even on the genesis but oh man now here's my other question about this game now i know in the nintendo's library and back then you know compared to what we have now you're limited with what you can do even though they were pushing the boundaries of what they could do i guess storyline what is the story of this game you know mario (laughs) mario has a very simple story but it's still a story Mm -hmm. he's trying to find a princess who's been kidnapped by Mm -hmm. some sort of dinosaur of some sorts and he's going through all these and she's being passive aggressive and going to the Mm -hmm. next castle saying let's just be friends Mm -hmm. that kind of thing now what is the story of the X-Men game? I can only assume um, someone's got some colon blockage. Here we and, go uh, again. <laughs> your job is to get in there and just, uh, you know, get that. Unclog it. Get that stuff out, yeah. I mean, every level, I know people say this a lot and it's, you know, exaggerating, but every level looks like somebody pooped on it. I mean, it's just a smeared, blurry mess. I, I, I just can't get over it. <laughs> it's like a Bigfoot <laughs> photo. Yeah. <laughs> Conveniently blurry mess. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's to protect you from how horrible it is, but oh man. I think what what you're just saying, though, yeah, they had limited resources, 
But LJN, this was not one of their first games. I assume they had some money at this point. They had the money to buy the license. They had money to pay somebody to make the game, right? And Mario, for example, it did just fine with the limited resources. Right, yeah. You know, you could look at Mario 1, the very first Mario game, and you would say, compared to now, it's not a pretty game, but for when it came out, A, it didn't look that bad, and B, the controls were, were perfect, and you only had two buttons, but they worked well, and, and C, the storyline... What? It gave you a reason to play, yeah. besides if you needed a reason. Yeah. But, I mean, Super Mario Brothers is every bit as good today as it was the day it came out. You can still play it today. Right. The thing with this game, it would be okay if it weren't as good today as it was in 1989, but this game was always horrible. It was always a disappointment to could make you imagine, children cry. Could you imagine, if you're a little kid in 1989, you've been waiting on this game to come out because you love X-Men. Oh, man. And you just go, Mom, that's what I want for Christmas. Give me the X-Men game. And, game, and, and Nintendo games, nobody realizes this. Back then were expensive. Oh yeah. This game was probably $60 plus. Back then in, in 1989 money, which was like $8,000 in today money. Easily. So it was probably the only thing they got for Christmas. They probably didn't get anything to eat the next day. They week. got kicked out of their apartment they because they the bought apartment. this game. And, uh, I mean, Dad had to turn to alcoholism. I mean, it was just oh. all for this game that should have been awesome. And is a literal piece of... I can't think of anything besides crap, but I've said that like three times. It's, yeah, we need to we need to get it like a... Th- this game, just, I can't think of any better adjectives for it. It's just horrible. Well, that's probably the perfect adjective. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the other thing would be, I can get past a lazy... I don't want to say lazy, but it's kind of lazy. Uninspired. Un, that's a better word. The uh, design of the game, if the game was playable. The game's not, not even playable. It's just... Fr- and, yeah, here's the thing. Maybe we should mention this so people don't go waste their money. It sounds fun to play just in a terrible way. Like some of the other games I mentioned, the Ghostbusters game, I kind of think that would be fun in a horrible way. This game, it's just so aggravating. It just gives you a headache when you play it because the graphics don't make any sense. The buttons don't correlate to anything that makes any sense. The hit detection is, I don't Non-existent. Even, yeah, it's not even there. It's only there conveniently when it feels like you've made it too far. That's the way I feel. <laughs> By the way, apparently... Spoilers, apparently there are bosses in each level. Whoa, we yeah. never made it that far. <laughs> yeah, apparently there's a boss at the end of each level. What can you explain? Do you know what they are? Well, if I knew the X-Men better. I know Magneto's one of them. Oh, I, really? Yeah, that'll come out later in our little quiz game. Okay. But I think some of the main, uh, was it Sabretooth? Yeah, he's a, he's a one. There's, there's a bunch of them, one for each level, but I guess it's not possible to get there. I mean, yeah, we're idiots. We admit that. We're terrible at games, probably. I don't know. Yeah. But... <laughs> It's just so horribly unplayable. It's it's not even funny. It's not funny like um, Troll 2, you know, watching Troll 2. Yeah, it's a, fun, it's a fun time. It's a fun time, even though you know it's terrible. Yeah. This isn't that way because it's just... The only funny thing about it is I do remember, because you and I played this game years ago, and when my brother, one of our other good friends, came over, <laughs> we didn't tell them how bad it was. We just <laughs> said, hey, uh, y'all play this game for a while, you know? <laughs> just watching their expressions, like, what is this garbage? Is the worst thing we could have done to them. That was the only joy I've ever got out of this game. Is <laughs> torturing them because it's just absolutely unplayable. <laughs> but is there anything we're leaving out, like in the interest of fairness? We didn't talk about the music. What about that? Um, I don't even remember it. I remember the menu music. It was giving me a headache. Well, that's the whole game, and I think it's the entire package. I don't think it's just the music. The music, though. <laughs> I love. Start. I love eight bit music. Oh, I do too. I love it. I love it. <laughs> this wasn't 8-bit music. I mean, this was 
and all respect to Atari, but this was Atari level music. Yeah, you know? but Atari had an excuse that it was like one of the first home game systems, right. and so it was good in its own way. But this was oh. like <laughs> trying to be Atari level quality and failing at it. It was it was terrible. It wasn't even bleeps and boops. It was just beeps. I, I do I do think though, in the interest of fairness. Let's talk about the the honest as we can positives to this game. Okay. And I'm going to give an actual positive, the only one, and I had to reach for this. <laughs> when you're selecting any of your X-Men, it does give a great little uh, oh, yeah. story behind each one. Like where they're from, what their powers are, how tall they are. Yeah. You know, all that great stuff. I didn't see any flaws in that at all, did you? No, actually, that's my one positive because I was looking for spelling errors. I just assumed these biographies would be full of spelling errors, but... Everything was, it was actually good writing. I wonder who they got to write these little biographies. Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's where their budget went. They spent all the money on the X-Men license, and then they paid Stanley $500,000 to write these little biographies, and then they had to pay some. The only thing that I caught was, the game. I didn't know if super acute was a word. Oh, yeah, super acute. <laughs> we should have looked that up. I'm looking it up now. We're probably proving our stupidity. I'm looking it up right this second. I've. Super acute. S U P E R A C U T E E. I'm doing it now. S U P E R A C E. Now, if this is a word, then it's, I, think, I hate to tell you. <laughs> I hate to tell you. Oh, no. What does what, it mean? What do you think it means? Well, I know acute means like serious or sudden. <laughs> it's what I'm called often. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was serious. So I guess, I'm guessing super acute means very sudden or very rapid, sharp or severe in effect. Intense. That makes sense. You can have a super acute sorrow, which is what I had when we were playing oh, okay. this. Okay, it does describe the game. Yeah. So, so it works like, perfectly. So I can have a super acute gout infection and a super acute time playing this game. <laughs> okay. See, I guess that's the one positive is they didn't have any spelling yeah. errors in the. Negative. And we wanted there to be. I wanted there to be because <laughs> it didn't. It doesn't need it though. It really doesn't need it to be terrible. I was trying to think like. Um, I mean, you can choose all the levels from the start, except for the secret level. I do have another positive. One of the characters, uh, all the characters, to make them different, um, some of them can actually shoot projectiles and some cannot. The ones that cannot are are even more useless than the ones who can. Yeah, th- th- There's a good point. There's literally no reason to pick any character that can't shoot a projectile. Because the ones that do shoot projectiles, they can jump and shoot, if I'm not mistaken. The ones that can't just jump. So there's which is, no reason. Which is how life is, you know. Those who can jump do jump, and those who can't yeah. jump get hit by a bubble and die somehow. <laughs> and I and a filthy colon. Yeah. Which that's the other thing. Like I don't understand. Well, I mean, we could go on a tangent on this forever. I don't even understand why there's bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, uh, in the colon. Uh, <laughs> When you're digesting food, there's gases and things to let you know. Ah, uh, good old gas. Working like it should be. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't, we're not, I mean, I really do love 8-bit games, and I'm not, we, I'm honestly, the of the negative. I really am. Honestly, in general, we even love bad games. Yeah. Because they can be fun, especially when you're playing with a buddy or something. They can be a blast. We've had a blast playing some bad games. Oh, yeah. I mean, just to give a little reference, and I don't want to review any other games, but like Bad Dudes kind of has a bad <laughs> reputation, and it's a bad game. But we still it's get a got a bad reputation. We still get a kick out of it. Oh, yeah, it's fun. And, but this is so much worse than that. I can't even explain. If you've ever played, um, well, Friday the 13th has got a bad reputation, but at least there's something there. It looks like something's happening. I mean, oh, man. 
I don't feel like I can say anything else about the game itself besides just pooping on it more. And I feel like I've really showed my lack of intelligence with my description so far. Constant poop. Yeah. References. We promise next episode we will get a a, a dictionary and look up other words for poop. Yeah. So that we can describe Uh, excrement. Yeah. Well, that's Uh, another. That's a good one. This is a great pile of excrement. Yes. So this bowel movement of a game is. It's just the worst game I've ever played. Now I'm not counting. I mean. Anybody can design a game these days to put it on the iPhone or whatever, or Android. But not counting that junk, which I really don't even... I'm just an old, crusty guy. I don't even really know about that stuff. Yeah, we're in our thousands. Yeah, we're a thousand years old apiece. Um, besides those kinds of things, as far as published games put on a cartridge or a disc... Back in my day, I played the Abacus. <laughs> this is the worst game I've ever played. I would give it a 0 out of 10 if we were doing a 0 out of 10 scale. Oh, that's a good thing. Let's, let's yeah. review it. Give an honest review out of 10. Uh, let's give this a one out of ten uh, mutant powers. What would you give this? So one to ten, mm-hmm. with with uh, one being terrible, and oh, okay. ten being you. the most amazing thing possible. So I'm going to give it, of course, a one. But then the mutant power will be the power to every time you step on the grass, you get gout. That's your mutant power. Well, my power would be. I would review this game with this power if. This game was a mutant power. It would be the ability to, every step you took, you crapped yourself. <laughs> you got gout and crapped yourself with every single step. Yeah, that's my... That's, that describes this game. Yes. And think of all the underwear you'd go through. It'd be expensive. This is an expensive game. You can't even go to the doctor to the doctor to take care of your gout yeah. without well, smelling I just crapped like, myself. like feces. <laughs> it's just... Uh, it's an unfortunate blight on humanity. Back really in my is. day. I feel terrible to not have something nice to say, but there's got to be one person out there from the hundreds of thousands that are listening to this that just loved this game growing up. Please tell us one thing you liked about it. Write in the comments. Write to us. I just don't know if there's going to be that person with this game, though. It, it just I seems so I don't redeeming. think there's going to be anybody that's going to want to write to us in the first place. No. <laughs> I'll see if Mom will listen. I hope she does. Now, we also, each episode, we want to have a little quiz. And what we're going to do, each one, is we're each going to do Based on the game we played, uh, we're going to quiz each other. We're each going to have three mm-hmm. questions for each other. I figure we'd alternate. Like you go, then I'll go. Then you okay. Go. So you go ahead. Now, uh, so we need, we've got to come up with some kind of great music for this, Trevor. Uh, what, what do we want to call this? The Bliss Quiz? Sounds kind of like a blister. I kind of hate that it's kind of okay. <laughs> yeah, it needs to sound. The Bliss Quiz! you got to remember, every game we play is not going to be total garbage. Uh, you know what? You're right. So. You're right. We're basing this all on this. Yeah. We're going to blow each other away. I think next time we need to have a, an, a kind of decent game. Yeah. We're, I mean, we don't always sound like total idiots. This game just made us that way. Yeah. This it, game it does nothing. It's, it's like the Alabama of games. <laughs> I mean, we are total idiots. I take that back. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have friends in Alabama. So I can make that joke. Now, okay, so it's time for Bliss Quiz. And since this week we played uh, Marvel's... The Uncanny X-Men. Uh, the Uncanny X-Men <laughs> from the great company. LJN. So that's what these questions are going to be based on. Trevor, please, what is your first question? I will try to get it right. So, Johnny, this is very relevant. How do you access the secret sixth level and fight Magneto? Whoa, whoa, there's a sixth level? There is a sixth level, which means we got to start over and play again. Um, I'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we're back. Um, that was disappointing. So your choices for how to access the secret sixth level, press select B up and start at the menu, 
beat the previous five levels, or use a secret code that requires chunks of text found at the end of each level, then flip the actual game cartridge over and find the final chunk of text and add it to the chunks of text you got from the previous five levels, write it all down, and enter it into, into a secret code menu. Man, this is tough. I'm going to go with shoot myself in the foot. Oh, uh, that's close. <laughs> that Now, this is funny. The actual answer is you press select B up and start. Oh, okay. But that's not what LJN wanted. They actually wanted for there to be a chunk of text that appeared at the end of each level. Oh, my gosh. And there was a sticker that actually mine, I guess mine came off. But there's a sticker <laughs> they actually put on the back of the cartridge that had a chunk of text. The problem is poor kids in the 80s and 90s tried entering this code and it didn't do anything because you were supposed to get other parts of this code from the levels you beat. But apparently that never made it into the game, so the sticker on the back of the game meant nothing. Wow. Yeah, so they just failed at actual physical production of the game. Wow. So you can you can literally access that level at any time then. Yeah, apparently we could have just pressed four buttons. I, I Don't know, say it. I Don't kinda, say it. I kind of want to do it. Uh, We're going to have to do it at some point. Just in all fairness, I didn't know this level even right. existed. We'll do it in the interest of fairness, and we'll amend this whole episode if we need to. We're not going to. Though. All right, we don't need to. Okay. My first question for you, Trevor, is based on this wonderful game, uh-huh. your knowledge of the X-Men is, how would you describe your knowledge of X-Men? Uh, Have you seen any of the movies? I saw the first two movies years ago. Okay. And um, That's probably about it, right? And I played this game. Okay. Did you ever watch the car- there was that cartoon? I don't think I really did. I played car- a better X-Men game on Genesis, I think. The cartoon was great, by the way. Anyway, so my first question to you is, what is Nightcrawler's power? Is it A, slightly jumping? <laughs> is it B, running really fast while taking a beating? Or is it C, teleportation? Well, in this game, both A and B are correct. <laughs> but because of this game, I know that actually C is the correct answer. Oh, now, please explain this. Because everything in this game is the opposite of the actual X-Men. So C has to be the correct answer. You're right. Okay. That's well played. Technically, they did say in this game that you, if you're Nightcrawler, you can go through the walls, which I never experienced. <laughs> it was so random if you made it through a wall or not. Yeah. Who knows? All right. Go ahead, Trevor. Okay. What's your next one? So, here's another good one. Um, actually, we'll do this one next. So, what is the highest uh, dollar amount? That this game's going for on eBay right now. Because I just checked on my phone like five minutes ago. Okay. Your choices are five bucks, 25 bucks, or 100 bucks. All those are way too high. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to go with A. That's what I hope it is. Five bucks? No. Someone is trying to sell a sealed copy for 100 bucks. Holy cow. I don't think they'll do it, but God bless. Holy cow. Holy cow. Is, now, is this a rare game? No. I mean. You can get these anywhere. You can get it for about five bucks on eBay. Wow. Just for a loose copy. And even that's too much to me. Somebody gave this game to me years ago because they hated me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. It wasn't me. It and wasn't. I never got rid of it because I'm an idiot. All right. Here's my second one. Um, now, Trevor, Cyclops is... You're going to fill in the blank here. Cyclops okay. is blank. A, the leader of the X-Men. B, known for shooting bacon out of his eyes. Mm-hmm. Or C, is so boring. All right. This is a little tougher. Now, in this game... Uh, he definitely shot bacon out of his eyes. <laughs> um, and Storm shot like some kind of crusty looking popcorn out of her eyes. Yeah. Um, and he was definitely boring. Uh-huh. So that leaves A, he must be the leader of the X-Men. That is that is correct. And just for a little 
information, you know, in the comics, Cyclops, you know, he's his actual ability is shooting optic blasts out of right. his eyes. I do know that. This is why I'm single, that I know this information. And it was said to be so powerful, he could literally blow a hole through a mountain. But in this game, it's represented by, like, lines of bacon. Wow. <laughs> I just remembered. Golf topic for a second. The reason I know some of these X-Men was that awesome PlayStation fighting game that I had. Was it called? Oh, it was uh, Marvel vs. Uh, vs. Capcom. Well, that, no, but there was actually an X-Men fighting game. I think it was X-Men versus Capcom, wasn't it? There was one before that. I don't, maybe it's X-Men Mutant Apocalypse. It's those kind of games. Uh, yeah. It's those, it was, it was those kind yeah, of games. Mutants of Apocalypse Muni- or something. Uh, yeah, I can't talk. We'll t- yeah, whatever. Anyways, right. that was a good game. What's your last question? So, more back to this crappy game. Uh, <laughs> LJN published this game. Who did they license to develop it? So, just FYI, LJN, I don't think they ever made anything except for crap. But they did buy the license and then hire someone who was unknown to public or to develop it. Okay. So, um, for this game, did Rare actually develop it? Whoa. Or Konami? Whoa. Or is this a trick question? This is the only LJN game so shameful that the developer was never disclosed to this day. I really hope it's C. It's got to be C. Is that your final answer? Yes. That's correct. Oh, man, it has to be. If it was either A or B, I would probably cry. If I'm not mistaken, Rare did work on at least one game for LJN, and Rare was an awesome company. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, that's you got GoldenEye. And on the NES, yeah, they got all the great N64 games. A lot of them were by Rare. And then uh, on the NES, they had so many great games, too, that a lot of people don't know about. But anyways, um, yeah. They, they never actually disclosed the developer because it's so incriminating, I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you can't really blame them. Oh, I wouldn't no. want my name on that either. No. Now, Trevor, for your last question, you're going to fill in a blank again. Storm, mm-hmm. the character Storm, mm-hmm. is able to, A, move her shadow up and down, mm-hmm. B, control weather, or C, cancel her gym membership. Okay. There are no wrong answers, only really dumb people. Now, it's been a long time since I've seen Storm on anything besides this game, so I'm going to go solely based on this game. Mm-hmm. So in this game, Storm was like a really ugly green blob with like a brown blob on her head. Which really doesn't make her look any different from the others. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I know when I pressed the B button, her shadow disappeared. And it wasn't until I looked later that it said that technically she was supposed to be flying. <laughs> um, but... So I'm going to choose um, whatever C was. Cancel her gym membership? It has to be it. Yeah, that's it. You're right. Actually, she could control the weather. But oh, that's, yeah. That's very good. But you are right. That's one thing we <laughs> noticed. Her jumping was technically flying, I guess. And the way they represented that was her actual character didn't move at all. No. The other ones that could jump, you could tell they were jumping somehow. Yeah. This one, the shadow that was underneath her just kind of moved. Yeah. The shadow disappears, and then you're supposed to know you're flying. Because, you know, if you're flying... Three inches from the ground, your shadow's not going to be there. Which I don't think even really helps you in the game. You can still get killed. No. There's no reason to fly, just like there's no reason to jump or never play this <laughs> game again. <laughs> so uh, this is the first episode of Retro Bliss. Thank you guys for listening. We want to um, you know, be in contact with everybody. We have a Facebook uh, page. It's Retro Bliss. I believe it's what it is. Yeah, Retro Bliss, yeah. which we started a while back. Because we had planned to do this <laughs> like a year ago. And there's a few reviews on there for other games. So yeah. just check it out. So go in there, check out our reviews. We'll try to start actually putting stuff on there. We're going to put, when this episode comes out, we're going to put like uh, some screenshots and stuff of it too, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be fun. And, you know, if you have any suggestions of games you want us to cover, and if we're able to, just please list them. We might be able to get to it. Good or bad. Now, this was a bad game. 
We don't only want to focus on bad games. It's no. retro bliss. It's not crappy retro bliss. Not retro gal. Yeah, it's not retro gal. So any game, like as long as it's retro, we're open to it pretty much from those systems we mentioned earlier. Uh, I'm Johnny Townsend. You can find me on Instagram at, at johnnyism28 and on Twitter at johnnyism. I do a lot of artwork as well as I have two other podcasts, History Creeps and um, Into Oblivion. And Trevor, uh, where can we find you? Well, you can't really find me anywhere because I don't exist. Um, you can find me on Facebook at the Retro Blist account. There you go. And uh, otherwise, yeah, that's pretty much it. He doesn't have time for this. He's a student trying to make a living. So thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next time around. Bye-bye.